0: Thank you for taking time to study with us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help us draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. In our study of Colossians chapter 3, we have been learning about our responsibility to actively live for Christ. In chapter 3, God commands us to put off the old sinful desires and behaviors, and to put on the characteristics of Christ. Today on Drawing Near, love is introduced into the conversation. What part is love to have in all of this? As we seek to answer that question, let's open our Bibles and turn to Colossians chapter 3 and study love, the bond of unity. As we prepare for this study, let's pray together. Our Father in heaven, your name is Holy, and we recognize not only that you are holy, but that you are God. You are the one who sits in heaven, who has created all things for yourself and for your glory, and you work in history, in our history, to bring about your redemptive plan. At the center of that Father, we know, is the cross. Jesus Christ gave his life as a sacrifice for our sins so that we might be redeemed, brought back to you, and serve you. Father, help us as we study your word to recognize all of these things so that we might understand the importance of studying your word, not just so that we might act better, but so that we might know you, understand you, and serve you better. For you are worthy of all glory, honor, and praise. You are worthy of our service. Guide us in our study today. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. In our study of Colossians chapter 3 today, we will be focusing on verse 14. Verse 14 reads, Beyond all these things, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. We talk a lot about love in our society, in our relationships, and in our church. Love is closely identified with Jesus Christ and is to be a part of his followers' lives. But what part does love play? What is love? What does it look like? How is love supposed to effect these things that we are to put on in verses 12 and 13? Verse 14 starts out by saying, beyond all these things. What does it mean, beyond all these things? we might get some understanding from 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Many people call Corinthians chapter 13 the love chapter. In chapter 13, we are told love is the most excellent way of living in relationship with one another. We are told there that all of the spiritual gifts are completely worthless without love. At the end of chapter 13, we're told there remains faith, hope, and love, these three, but the greatest of these is love. So what is love? Well, I would say love is a chief characteristic of God. It is that thing that God expresses toward us in his desire to save us from our sins. Romans 5.8 tells us, God demonstrates his love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. God's love is not something he just feels or harbors in his heart. He demonstrates it. We're told again in John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. He demonstrates that love by sending Jesus into this world to die on the cross so that we may be forgiven of our sins and not perish. We need to put our faith in Jesus, but putting our faith in Jesus results in our acceptance of God's love and God's salvation. So what is love for us? well, it's the exact same thing. Love is not a feeling. Love is an expression. For instance, if we were to look at verse 12, it is possible to have some mercy on someone or to be kind to someone or even to live humble or gentle in a relationship with one another, to bear with somebody else and not really love them. We can go through the motions. We can have these outward expressions. That other people might even think are genuine. And they may be blessed by the fact that we are going through the motions of being compassionate or kind or gentle. But what we're told in verse 14 is that the thing that binds these things together and the thing that binds us together is love. Love is to be the motivation for our compassion. Love is to be the motivation for our kindness, on and on and on. When we bear with one another, when we forgive one another, we are to do that out of love. The way this works is, our love for someone else finds its expression in compassion, in kindness, in humility, in forgiveness. That's critical to understand. Compassion, kindness, gentleness, apart from love, is worthless. It profits us nothing. That's what we're told in 1 Corinthians 13. But when love is behind, or when our love is expressed in these things, then we are acting like Jesus. We are acting in a godly, holy way. And we need to be reminded here we're not just to love our fellow Christian, we're to love our enemy, we're to love our neighbor, we're to love God, we're to love one another. So the chief thing that we are to cultivate in our lives is love. Why? Well, verse 14 again says, beyond all these things, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. Love perfects. It gives fullness to compassion. It gives fullness to kindness. But it not only perfects those expressions of love, it not only perfects our behavior and treatment of one another, but through love, we are bound together. God binds us together in love. Jesus tells his disciples, They will know you are my disciples if you have love for one another. The bond that we have with other believers is completed through love. Not only that, our bond with Jesus Christ is more perfectly completed by our love for him. Jesus says, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. He's not saying you'll just go through the motions of doing what I've said. He says, out of love for me, you will keep my commandments. And so love is like the glue that not only binds us, but also perfects us. It completes us. It brings everything that God desires to do in our relationship with him and our relationship with one another to completion or to maturity. And we need to focus not on just acting kind or being compassionate or acting humble, but rather focus on loving one another and allowing these expressions of that love to come out. That's a lot more challenging. It's a lot easier just to go through the motions, just to try to convince other people of the genuineness of these things. But love is critical behind them, because again, without love, these expressions are worthless. They're empty. They're hollow. Love is the defining mark in a believer. It's what clearly identifies us as a follower of Jesus Christ. Biblical love, godly love, can only be known in a relationship with Jesus through trusting in him and being saved. Without that, everything that we do is motivated from a self-perspective. When we come to faith in Christ, we grow more and more in our knowledge and awareness of what he's done for us, and how he has called us to live in the world as he lived in the world, loving, serving, giving. We must focus on the preeminence of love in our hearts and lives. How do we cultivate that? By looking at Jesus, by living in a close fellowship with our Creator, with God, by being led by the Holy Spirit, and By looking at one another and asking the question, do I love them? Am I loving them? Is the way I talk to them, the way I treat them, are these expressions of love? Or am I simply going through the motions? Are these just clothes without any real substance? Remember, we are told in verse 14 to put on love. It's not something that simply happens to us. We need to take to ourselves, we need to put on. We need to actively participate in becoming loving. Father in heaven, help us to understand this. I know I'm flawed in my ability to communicate these things. They're hard not only to comprehend and then to embrace, but it's hard to express in words what all of this means. And so I call upon your Holy Spirit to work in our hearts to give us the understanding that we need in these things. It's too important to rely on a flawed, frail, fragile human being as our teacher to get all of this solely from him or her. Help us, Father, to draw near to you so that you may help us to grasp the fullness of all of this. Lord Jesus, thank you for your love for us. Help us to love you and to love one another. Help this bond of perfection to occur in our hearts and in our relationships. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page, Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.